That was a good one. You you did well. Speaking uh, of <laughs> Yes. Yeah, speaking you, of segues. Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. We are your hosts, Frank and Andrew. How is it going, Andrew? Frank, I am good. And <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh. Um, as you may know, uh, those friends of mine that are close to me may consider me clumsy, even though I myself do not think I am clumsy. Except for that time you tripped and hit your head on a dresser and passed out. <laughs> or the time I fell in a hole. Or <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that time. <laughs> All right. So but you're so some... you're not clumsy, is what you're saying? So I, I'm not clumsy, but I did something clumsy in the kitchen this past week. <laughs> I was cooking up. A fried egg to put on my rice, and I reach into like the spice cabinet. We have like an actual cabinet we just fill with spices because we're not organized, right? Um, and it's like in the back, so I like reach in the back and I like pull it up. I think it was just like salt or something. Mm -hmm. And as I pulled it up, there was just a domino effect of that hit like the soy sauce next to it, and that hit like the pepper, and that hit like the garlic powder. And I just saw, like, a domino effect of spices tumble off the cabinet and then onto the counter. And it was the coolest thing. Like, I wouldn't – because usually when, like, something gets knocked over, it falls on its own or it falls into something, and then that's just the end of the reaction. Okay. But, like, my entire spice cabinet dominoed onto the counter. It was it was incredible, <laughs> to, to be frank. <laughs> Did it set like a rue gold? What is it called? A rue gold? Rue? Is it rug or rue? It's rube. Oh, it's rube with the B. Yeah. It's rube Goldberg. Yes, sir. It was a rube Goldberg of spices, <laughs> and the final product of this rube Goldberg was me cleaning up the spices. <laughs> or was it a secret spice? They all mixed together. Ooh, a secret blend. Ooh, yeah. I like, I like where your head's at. So yeah, that was exciting for me. Um, now now you know that just, <laughs> just so you yeah. know the pandemic's almost over you can get out a little bit more where spices falling isn't your highlight here <laughs> i know right <laughs> you, you, you need to get out more <laughs> yeah. speaking of highlights frank yeah the light above me is an led light right i use okay. led light bulbs and it went out this week <laughs> okay but it only halfway went out so, like, I turn on my lights, and, like, I got two of the four, like, screwed in, because, like, who's got time to screw in all four light bulbs, right? Mm -hmm. That's just a waste. Uh, so one of them's full brightness. Another one is, like, 10% brightness. So it, like, it didn't completely break like a normal light bulb, where, mm -hmm. like, it still has, like, power, and it still turns on. But the freaky thing, Frank, is when I'm done for the night, you know, I played my video games, I cleaned up my spices for the night that I knocked over... I, I'm tucking myself into bed and I turn off the light. The the one light bulb turns off normal. This one is like flashes before it goes out. And I'm like, every every single time, you know, like the light bulb that's supposed to be broken flashes every time I turn off the light. Okay. You ever have anything like this happen to you? Just like, um, like it scared the crap out of me. I feel like it's like a ghost taking a picture of me. I've had lights like flash when I turn them on, but never off. Never off? I don't think it's, so. That's why it was so strange to me, because, like, it just, if, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> no, it, I don't. It's like, it's like working the opposite of the way so it So when you would turn it off, it would go off and then flash really quick? 
Yeah. So it's like there's weird. like an there's like an extra like second or two of like extra light in the room. When, <laughs> so like But it goes dark first. Yeah, it goes dark first. So like my eyes adjust the darkness and then it flashes and then it goes back off. <laughs> but it's it like a camera flash. But it doesn't flash full, it only flashes that ten percent. No, like right now, as my lights are on, it's at ten percent power. It flashes stronger than this once the lights are off. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, LEDs are tricky with when they are going out, what kind of power they use. Yeah, and that's the thing, because, like, they're super good for your energy consumption. They're, Mm -hmm. they're like, but, like, I don't know, like, how they break. (laughs) How they go out? Yeah, because, like... Well, they're supposed to last, like, a long time, right? Right, that's the thing. So, like, it's been in there forever. But, like, like, normal incandescent bulb, it breaks... You got to turn off the light. You got to wait because it's hot to the touch. Yeah. You know, right? That's the best part about the LEDs is they, they don't oh, get yeah. hot. You can screw them in right away. I, I took a spare old incandescent bulb we had to, like, screw in to replace, and it got hot instantly. I'm like, why didn't I turn off the lights before I did this? I'm, yeah. I'm a clumsy. Yeah, I hate that, trying to replace bulbs. Oh, yeah. And they're hot. Ugh, sucks. Yeah, right? So, yeah, I did that. Uh, do you know what I did, Frank? I went cloud watching. Really, like and, like legit cloud watching? Well, I, I was grilling outside and just look up. Wild, <laughs> so you didn't you know? go cloud watching. You just you did cloud watching. <laughs> I, I did cloud watching, right? And yeah. I saw like an elephant and a Charizard, and I I thought to myself, it's gotta suck if you have no imagination. Right, for sure. That I mean, that's one of the biggest imagination users. <laughs> right, like. Like, I can't imagine looking at clouds and not seeing things in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Like, some people just, their lives must suck if they can't look at clouds and see, you know, something cool. But, I mean, it also depends. Some clouds just don't look like anything. Oh, I'll force them to look like something in my yeah, brain. But yeah, then, but then that's not an imagination. That's like, I don't know. Because then you're just creating, I guess it's still, it's a weird imagination because you're just creating what isn't there. Like, all together. <laughs> I'm just Picassoing it. It's like if Picasso painted the cloud, you know. It's like if it's like a wispy cloud, you don't really get that effect of an object. No, that you're right. Wispy clouds, they just look like yeah. wind. Yeah, it know? needs to be like, hey, it's a white fluffy cloud day. Oh yeah, and that's what it was. It was a white fluffy cloud day. So yeah, that that was my exciting. So week how party. long did you cloud watch? Uh, for about six minutes till my sa- <laughs> sausages were ready. <laughs> and you only saw two things? Because they uh, don't move I, very quick. I mean, I guess yeah. unless it's a really windy day. Because that's the thing. It was just the one cloud. Oh, so you turned it in one cloud in the multiple things? Yeah, yeah. It started as an elephant, and then I'm like, you know, that, that could pass for Charizard. <laughs> that could be a Charizard. So. Nice. Yeah. That's much more thrilling than what my my week has been nothing really at all. It's been slow going. I'll tell you what, I am tired. That's about it. I haven't been doing nothing. Well, I planted trees. Hey, what kind of trees you plant? So in my backyard I need some shade. And I was Ooh. like, I'm gonna plant me some trees. Yeah, so I went out in ten years. and got some exclamation London plane trees. Alright? So they're very close to like a sycamore, if you know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're they're in that same family. So I put two of those in, and I had to dig them by hand, which kind of sucked because now I gotta get rid of all the dirt. 
So <laughs> I got buckets of dirt in my yard because I don't know where to put the dirt. Was it free dirt? We were t- just well, talking about the dirt about it. I pulled out of my hole. Okay, so it is. Free I dug dirt. the hole and then put the tree in there, and because the tree took up the space, I have dirt. So you have free dirt available. Well, it's not saying. good dirt though. It's very clayey. One hole had great dirt in it, but I already used that dirt, and then the other uh-huh. hole was like all clay. It was really weird. So you got two trees worth of dirt. Yeah. So I've got like, let's put it this way. I have a three by two by three. So what is that? Six times three is 18, 18 square feet. Okay. That's not right, is it? Wait, three by two by what? By three. Three by three. Yeah, that'd be 18 square square feet. feet. Wow, I don't have that much. I'm going to say two by two by two. What is that? Two times two is That'd four times eight two. square feet. Eight square feet. I don't have that much. That's a lot of dirt. But my holes are two by two by two at least. Well, if they're two by two by two, then you got eight square feet of dirt. I would need two of those. That's 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 16 square feet of dirt. But did some of that dirt go back into the holes? Ah, true. I guess a little bit did. You're right. You're right. All right. So, but I had, I mean, let's see. I filled three barrels. And those barrels, <laughs> try to figure out my square uh, square yardage of dirt here. I don't know. Wait, wait but, hold on. We we got to make a correction already. We're talking cubic feet of dirt. Yeah. We're talking volume. Yes. I'm sorry. I said square yeah. Yeah, yard, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is yard, whatever. Yeah. Big correction. Cubic feet, yeah. So I had yeah. a lot of cubic feet of dirt, and I don't know where to put my <laughs> cubic feet of clay. <laughs> so right now it's just kind of sitting in a pile in my yard and i was really hoping to get rid of it before it rained and it finally rained today dude it came no, down yeah i was gonna ask you because we're, we're not exactly in the same area anymore no. uh i was you know i was having my spice event happen today <laughs> and i looked out the window and it's like oh it's drizzling and then a second later it it just like yeah. the eight million pounds of cloud fell mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I don't know how much it was here because I wasn't home. I was driving downtown. I was moving Rob. Right. So Eric and I got stuck in this rainstorm in the middle of the expressway. Mm, just yeah. get clobbered by rain. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, okay, yeah. So my mom was on her way home, and she just pulled over to wait it out. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah. you couldn't see anything while driving. No, apparently. yeah, it was it really came. The problem with it coming so hard like that is that it's not going into the ground because it's it's the ground is so hard from being so dry. And that yeah. rain came so quick and hard that it just runs right off the ground. That's how you get one of those flash floods, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's why we so, don't need rain like that. We need like a long, slow rain. Here's what you do. How old is Amelia? Almost two. She's almost two. Okay, so this is going to be perfect. You keep that dirt until next winter in a nice pile. <laughs> next right? winter? Next winter. Yeah. All right, next winter. You're going to cover it in a tarp. Okay. And then it's going to snow on this eight cubic feet of dirt. All right. Make a sledding hill out of it? You're going to make a sledding hill. It's going to be nice and round. When I was a kid, my best friend's dad had a pile of dirt in their backyard from some project <laughs> <laughs> covered in a tarp. And let me tell you, when snow came, 
that that tiny pile of dirt was Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah, I know, and right? We had a blast playing on Mount Everest. We there's a uh, like a water reservoir place a couple blocks from our house that um, a buddy of ours lived by, and we would always go there in like the winter and like sled down it. And then in the summer, we'd, like, get on our rollerblades, and we would roll down it on the rollerblades. And yeah. it felt like you were going down, like you said, Mount Everest. Like, it just cra- like felt like 100 feet, right? Dude, oh, going yeah. there now, like, I'm taller than that hill is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is rid- but it used to feel like the absolute biggest hill there was. I can't yeah, believe it. Like, you'd struggle to climb up, and Mount Everest snow, like... You know, just we would slip like a foot off the ground and just slide back down. Like as an adult, I could step over that pile. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, it's so weird how your perception just changes, or, or it's like, yeah. I don't know. Just it, it is so weird to me how like even I'll do things now and be like, we went to my grandma's. I my uncle had me cut my grandma's old houses yard for him right he was selling the house he wasn't mm-hmm. living in it so he's like hey can you go cut the grass sure. and i was like oh that yard is so big i used to cut it when i was little i was like oh that yard is so big i'm gonna be there for all day cutting this grass <laughs> and i'm telling my dad this and he goes what are you talking about i was like that yard is huge you know like when i used to cut it i swear it used to take me forever and it was so big mm-hmm. <laughs> and i go there Dude, it would take me like 20 minutes. I was like, I don't know why I thought this yard was that big, but it used to feel huge. Yeah, I I I would love to go back to my childhood height, but with my with like the same like consciousness I have now, just to view the world from like now, three feet shorter. Do you think it's shorter. just height, or do you think it's also like, I mean, you're also smaller, you know. Like, if you can go into your, this is weird, if you could go into, like, your eight-year-old body and have yeah. this mindset, but do you think you would still perceive things as big that aren't? That's what I'm curious to find out. Do you, so obviously, you're, you're curious if it's a state of mind or the, the perception is strictly based on size? Right, because obviously time, like, the time thing as you get older, we all know how that works. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I wonder how big... It feels when you're just smaller. Yeah, I don't know, because I, I feel like it's also got to be part... The age has to come and play a little bit. Because, like, somebody that's, like, super tall and big doesn't think Mount Everest is small. Or smaller than somebody who's only, like, five foot thinks it is. You know what I mean? Right, but but that's, like, really big. I'm talking about, like, a 200-square-foot yard versus, like, a 150-square-foot yard. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big of a difference, but I guess, yeah. Um, but, like, because I guess the other part of it is, of course, just, like, mentality, right? Right. Because, like, even, like, going to, like, the zoo, Lincoln Park Zoo or whatever, mm-hmm. it, like, when I was little, it was, like, I don't want to walk so much. I just want to see the next yeah, animal. Yeah, very true. And as an adult, it's, like, you literally have to walk 15 feet to see yeah. the next animal or like <laughs> <laughs> that's so true like going to brookfield or it's like i swear we were there all day right and now going yeah. there it's like man we can do the zoo in three hours you know right like but i understand three hours our, is like the our, whole day yeah right that's exactly the thing i know our steps are a little bigger now maybe so 
Maybe that also has a lot to do with it, but it's just weird. The perception of, like, changes when you grow up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, even, like, cars and trucks. Like, I, I remember, like, sitting in the car being like, oh, my God, this car is huge. And now it's like, I would never get that car. It's too small. <laughs> you know? Just, like, climbing into it. Yeah. The one for me was my parents would always say because we had our, the pool table in our basement, uh-huh. and like my head didn't reach the top of the pool table, and now it's you know at my waist. Right. And so like like just like me like leaning over the pool table like uh, did I get it? Do you remember playing pool when you couldn't see over the table? Yeah, they gave me a step stool. Really? That's cool. Yeah. I don't remember nothing when I was that short, man. <laughs> my memory is terrible i don't remember anything this is how we should refer to age we should refer to age by how tall we were <laughs> yeah well, i haven't grown i haven't aged then since i was freaking <laughs> yeah 16 but doesn't it feel that way sometimes <laughs> it really does now that i like some you know how people will be like oh like how old are you but how old do you feel and i've yeah. said this before i don't feel like i've aged at all since i was 16 18 yeah because you mean, spend the first 18 years of your life growing, and then you stop yeah. growing. You know? Right. And you just, yeah. And it's not like I went to school to get any smarter or nothing. Once I hit 16, I was working, and I'm still doing that. So I feel like nothing has changed in my life. <laughs> nothing has made me grow more. You want to add some excitement to your life, let me tell you. Haphazardly arrange your spices in your kitchen. <laughs> Always waiting to be dominant. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, let me ask you this. Um, when you were a kid playing uh-huh. games, I know we talked about toys, but, like, if did you ever find yourself just playing catch with Rob and, like, you're having a conversation and you're kicking the, or you're kicking the ball back and forth or whatever, and then all of a sudden you realize we haven't dropped the ball in a really long time, but no, you don't say that. It just like something everyone becomes aware of, and like you're just you everything becomes super tense and dramatic, and you begin focusing on not dropping the the, the ball or like I, not screwing up the pass. I would say every time that that happened, that was our intentional goal. Like we never just we didn't really like go play catch that often. It was always a game to us, so there was always. We were never just, like, playing catch. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was always, let's play it as a game. And then we would play, hey, let's see how long we can go without dropping the ball. We would play that, but we always got bored. I don't think we ever went until we dropped it. I always think we were always like, all right, it's been an hour. Let's stop. Okay. Because I think that usually applies for me. But I just remember one time in Michigan when we went on vacation – my sister and I and James, we were throwing a frisbee in the water, and we were playing that game where like you can't, you know, you know what's that game? Categories or whatever. Where, categories. Like, no, something like that, where you're like just like name as many pastas as you can, name as many animals as you can. I don't know what and, that like, is, but yeah. and like you go you go in order until someone can't think of one. Yes. Okay. Right. So we were doing that while playing frisbee so every time you catch the frisbee you have to name a new one gotcha. whatever the category was right yeah and at a certain point we just stopped saying things and we were just focusing super hard on catching the frisbee <laughs> really and like 
we probably went like half an hour not dropping the frisbee. Yeah, I don't remember any situation like that on my, on on my side. I I okay. remember intentionally playing a game trying not to drop it, but I don't remember like ever just playing catch and being like, oh hey, yeah, we haven't dropped this in a long time. But what about like okay, so like that, there's that episode of The Office where everyone's trying to be super quiet at the like beginning, in like okay. the cold open, and like okay. they're like, we we've been quiet for like four hours. Yes. Right. And like then like someone eats a candy bar and they're like, oh, we got to start over. Get get all your sounds out now. And then like they refocus on that. Like you've never had like just even like by yourself, like an activity like that, really? I guess it at work. Or I guess even like by myself, just like, man, I haven't like spoken <laughs> or like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't moved my arm in a while <laughs> or something like that, I guess. But yeah, you just never. Get in the zone. Yeah, yeah. You just. I'm trying to think if there's an instance where something like that has happened, but I don't. I really can't recall. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair just, enough. I'm probably just too focused on my original tasks to keep track of what isn't. To not keep track of what isn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm focused yeah, about absolutely. catching this ball. I don't care how many times I haven't not caught it. Something like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you see? As, but, like, you see, that's the thing. It's you're catching the ball, and, like, you're just fo- you're focused on catching the ball, right? Yeah. But in the but the back of your mind creeps up on you, you know? It's like when you're falling, uh, falling asleep, and then all of a sudden you're like, why did I wear that shirt to junior high that day? You know? Yeah, well, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that one is the, constant. Thinking of something just... that happened 12 years ago. Yeah, the thought just creeps up on you. What's what's your latest one that keeps creeping up on you? Oh, God. There's so many. I can't even think. You know what I tried to do? What's was, that? Um, you know how I said I wake up every single day with a song stuck in my head? Like, just yeah. randomly, every day, song stuck in my head. So, after that happened, like, five days in a row, I was like, oh, I really got to start keeping track of this, right? Wake mm-hmm. up the next morning. Your welcome from Moana is stuck in my head. Okay. okay. I write it down. Good song. I write it down, and I'm like, perfect. I'm just going to keep track every single day. I'll bring it to the podcast and be like, hey, these are the songs that have been stuck in my head for two weeks, right? This is super interesting. I haven't had one stuck in my head since Moana. I wake up, and I'm thinking what it is, because it happened one other time. I think it depends on sometimes I, like sleep in just a little bit longer and i'm more of in a rush in the morning no Mm -hmm. songs in my head but when i wake up and i'm just like ready to go songs stuck in my head because i have like a minute to compose myself okay so it's it's your non-lazy days that you're singing no it is my my it is my lazy days oh it is your lazy days yeah like when i wake up and it's like oh shit i gotta get ready to go no song but when I wake uh, okay, up and I'm yeah. like, all right, I got some time. Let's get dressed. Let's do this. Boom, song stuck in my head. So I, I am continuing to keep track, but it has been like yeah. three days, four days right. with no song. Yeah, because you've had a busy weekend. So we're going to check back in with you next week to see next if you've week, had time to have to a try, lazy day. And what I'm going to try to do is wake up at my normal time every day so that I'm not rushed. I put off waking up a lot this past week. I did not want to wake up any day this week. I mean, that's how some weeks go. 
Yeah, I I was really pushing it on a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a great week of getting up. Yeah. <laughs> now, what time are you waking up though? Like noon? No, God no. One. Uh, eight <laughs> nine. Really? Man, yeah. I wish I'd wake up at eight or nine. Sometimes <laughs> I can get eight o'clock on the weekend. Sometimes Amelia sleeps in. And yeah. if she's sleeping in, I'm sleeping. I people are like, oh, she sleeps in till that till eight. That's great. Think of how much stuff you can get done. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. She's sleeping in. I sleeping in. <laughs> yeah. And also, I find it so much easier to get stuff done at night. Yeah, I, I would definitely rather stay up late than wake up yeah. early for sure. Speaking of songs stuck in my head, in your head, in my head. Yeah. I was watching Jeopardy and I got okay. super excited because I knew the final Jeopardy question and I only like one other person. And the the question was vaguely asking who wrote Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Okay. And this song I'm always jamming to in my head. <laughs> I don't know the song. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. I, don't, I can't sing any more of that. <laughs> Wait, what is the next line? Wasting time. I don't know it. Who is it uh, by? It's by Otis Redding. Okay. He's like from the 60s or so. Okay. You know, it's like an old-timey song. And like, so the question was like, they erected a statue of this dude who wrote a song about a bay in Georgia. And I'm like, all right, song about a bay that's sitting on the dock of the bay has to be Otis Redding. I, I was surprised I knew it because... If you know anything about me, Frank, it's one, I'm clumsy. <laughs> yeah. Two, I'm clumsy. Three, I'm bad at counting. Four, I'm terrible at music. Okay, yeah, true. I knew that one. Yeah. So, like, I was super proud of myself for knowing the music question when no one else knew the music question. And so the right answer was Otis Redding? Yeah, and I was, ooh, Frank... I literally cheered and scared my dad. Did they get it right? Any of the contestants? Only one of them got it right. Okay. Yeah. Did, so, like, I don't remember if they won. I don't think they bet enough money. Well, you could have just won Jeopardy, Andrew. Right? I know. Watch out, Aaron Rodgers. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Aaron Rod. Oh, is host of Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. He's not hosting. It's going to be uh, oh, Ken Jennings is doing right right now. Did you no, see? Ken so they're did doing. Week. Did you see they're doing another of the match with uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady? No, that's and funny. they are taking on who is it? Dustin Johnson and uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Dustin Johnson. It might be a different golfer. Oh, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which golfer it is, but it's with Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. so. I think whoever the golfer is, is somebody that is smart. They went to school or something or other. Yeah. And so Tom Brady was like two champions because it was right after Phil won the whatever tournament he had just won. The Masters. Was it the Masters? No, Phil didn't just win the Masters, did he? The PGA Tour? No. Maybe it was the PGA Tour. He won won something just a couple weeks ago. I don't remember which one. Uh, but then, yeah, Tom Brady was like, oh, two champions this year versus uh, a scientist and a Jeopardy host. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was pretty funny. He was talking a lot oh, of shit. Yeah. But that should be good. That should be a good one. Yeah. Even though Tom Brady is definitely yeah. not the best uh, 
golfer, apparently. He did not do yeah. too great last yeah. year. You you got to give a lot of credit, though, to uh, the smarts of some athletes, you know. Like, oh, uh, some of them are wicked smart. Because, like, there's a stereotype, like, there's a, a modern stereotype of they went to school, but they didn't take hard classes. Yeah, and, yeah, sports. dumb jock, and then college, oh, you got through because you're an athlete kind of deal. Yeah. Right, but but that does, but that's not, like, really the case. Like, Amari Cooper, he, the wide receiver for now the Cowboys, he's known for, like, carrying around a chessboard and just challenging everyone to a game of chess, which I know chess isn't, like, uh, your smart thing, but, like, that's kind of cool. But there's I um, think most people associate chess with smarts. But there's a... I think it's a center for one of the teams. I don't remember his name, but he went to like Yale or somewhere where he played and he was working on his PhD in math. But <laughs> no, you know what? He, he goes to MIT part-time while being in the NFL, but they don't allow part-time PhDs. So he's playing in the NFL and doing a full-time math phd, PhD program at, at the same time and i'm like wow that's a smart dude <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy right like you know one one week he's you know protecting tom brady the next week he's publishing an article like i don't it's not the patriot center it's some some center somewhere no yeah i know there's a bunch of uh, I don't know who, but they're they're just yeah really smart. But it does depend on the you know some athletes are like hey, I'm smart enough to know that football or whatever is not gonna always be there for me. I better make sure I'm a scientist too. Yeah yeah you know yeah. you'll see them like with like really diverse investment portfolios and yes. like yeah. And then there's the guys who you know they drop out of the league and then they go boxing and it's a i watched um the documentary on i believe hbo max it's uh mark Wahlberg. it was called uh what was it called the Wahlburgers. no the Wahlberg Wahlburgers is the burger shop shit it was called oh i think it was called wall streets Okay. W-H-A-L or whatever, and it was yeah. just about Mark Wahlberg and all all his wall and all his different like investments and everything. He's like, like he's like a true entrepreneur kind of deal. Yeah. Where he's starting like, hey, you know, I got this gym that I want to build and franchise, and he's got a you know the restaurant, and he's got his acting, and he's got a clothing line, yeah. and. Uh, all this, like a grocery store he almost went in with right before COVID hit, I guess. So there is, uh, yeah, just so much like that's smart. Like he's got to realize, hey, acting is not the end all. What is it? The end all give all? End all be all? Be all. End all be all. End all be all for him. You know, like he is still acting, but yeah. he realizes his portfolio needs to be bigger than that. Yeah. And, and it, it was a very interesting watch. I think it was like four maybe five six episodes and it was just all about um just his life over the last like six months because he started oh and that's another one he started a like a production company that does so he did mcmillions that was his production company okay yeah and uh then this was like one of their next ones and they got another one lined up and so it was very cool that you know it was his company that was making his documentary 
and following like the last year of his life just about but and it wasn't like um it wasn't like reality tv where they were following his life it was like hey he's got a meeting for this company now let's talk about it he's got a meeting for this company now let's talk about it it was just all the things that he's a part of. it was very good okay so yeah, shout out could... i think it was called wall streets or life on the yeah. wall street something like that it's mark Wahlberg on hbo max yeah because once you reach that like celebrity status of you know like primetime triple a celebrity it's Less about I can make, you know, $3 million from this movie role. It's I can take my fame and use that to make even more money and have more freedom to do what I want. Like, I think about Elijah Wood, you know, Frodo, Lord of the Rings. After that, you're set for life. And so, like, yeah. this dude, he, he, you'll find him in, like, these kooky indie movies because he's doing projects that he finds interesting. And he has his own production company doing what he wants, you know. Yeah. And you take a look at the kids from Harry Potter and like same thing. Daniel Radcliffe was like in Swiss Army Man, which was such a fun Great movie. movie. Love that movie. Right. And like uh, uh, who's Ron Weasley? Rupert something. Rupert Grint. It, Rupert Grint. He's like in kooky t- TV shows. And yeah. now Dudley from the series is supposed to be in a movie with Christian Bale about Edgar oh, Allan really? Poe. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll cover that on my podcast, the Q Busters. You can find them part of the bon- backyard bonfire network uh, on Spotify. <laughs> when uh, so, what is that movie? That sounds interesting. I love Edgar Allan Poe. So you know, there, there's just like talks of producing. I think it's called like Pale Blue Eyes or something. Ooh, okay. And he's supposed to play Edgar Allan Poe, and I guess it's like a murder if it's supposed to follow edgar Allan poe as like an apprentice detective before he becomes a poet i guess hmm, interesting okay before he becomes a story writer yeah and so like he plays poe and i guess christian bale's gonna play the other guy that's cool right i thought it sounded really cool um and you gotta get gotta love that shout out q busters yeah, yeah, every yeah. saturday morning everybody uh yeah. andrew and ken do a great job over there yeah. Speaking uh, of, of the, having the freedom to do many things. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's another thing we're doing. So I'm a modern day Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there we go. The There's some breaking, not breaking news, but something we're trying to work on, everybody. The Bonfire Podcast Network right now. Just the two shows, Backyard Bonfire and Q-Busters. Um, but hopefully, you know, if you come from here, go check that out. If you're there and coming here, welcome. Thank you. And, yeah, awesome stuff going on, I think, <laughs> right here. Yeah. Just what that, – that, I got to be honest, Frank, that was probably my smoothest transition yet. That was a good one. You you did well. Speaking yeah. of <laughs> – yes. Yeah, speaking you, of segues. Yeah, you can't beat a good speaking of. <laughs> no, you, you can't. You can, so. you can definitely, like – lose a really terrible speaking of yes like, yeah oh, they can okay. definitely be terrible i've been watching e3 this whole weekend yeah because you know i'm a dork and i like video games and it, it makes me happy um and like you just see like how the different companies do different presentations okay and like we haven't had any of the big ones yet, because, like, Microsoft, Nintendo, they wait till the end of the week, you know? They want to go out with a bang. So I was watching one for a company called 
Koch Media. No one knew how to pronounce it because it's K-O-C-H. So I don't okay. know if it's Coke Media, like the Coke Brothers. I don't know if it's Koch. I don't know if it's Koch. It's and like even within the presentation, like two people from the company pronounced it two different ways. <laughs> of course. And so I'm watching him like, oh, this is not good. And then like they have like, speaking of games, we have 12 games to cover. And then they go on to talk about the games instead of instead of showing us footage from the games. Mm-hmm. And like that's the worst way to do a press conference. Like imagine watching the Super Bowl, Frank. Yes. And instead and instead of a trailer for Avengers Endgame, they just show you Chris Hemsworth saying. I had a lot of fun making this film, made a lot of memories, you know, drew inspiration from the other Marvel movies without any footage from the actual movie. That would not get you <laughs> really? hyped at all, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's pretty bad. And Especially so when I, that's what that whole thing is for, is getting people hyped. Right. And, like, so two hours of that was this, it was mind-numbing. Yeah. So thank God the other press conferences have, like, a wacky mascot or, you know, they actually show footage from the games they're working on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I love it, Frank. It's it's just hours of watching people talk about games, <laughs> and, and uh, mo- most of which I won't be playing. <laughs> no. There's just too much time, or not enough time, too many games, man. I got, yeah, hey, it, that's right. It's like all the movies, too. It's hard yeah. to watch it all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, what? I know. What 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 have you been watching lately? Anything exciting? You said you watched Sweet Tooth. I watched Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I am watching so much right now. I started a show on Netflix. I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm just gonna mention Sweet Tooth because I wanna. I got a half hour left. I wanna finish before I rave about it. So I'll give a okay. full review on that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, that's the kind of thing that last half half hour could ruin the whole show exactly so that's why i'm like right now really really good i'm hoping the rest of this last episode uh i'm gonna finish it right after recording this uh and hopefully it really brings it all home if uh, not I, we'll just edit it in i watched something i started the show on netflix called dirty john and the um description intrigued me the show thus far has not. I watched two episodes of it. I'm, It's losing me. And then I found Sweet Tooth and I was like, boom, got to hit it. So I will finish Dirty John because that's just the way I am. I start something, I got to finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, yeah, not not too much. I, I got a lot of recordings on the TV I'm catching up on. So that okay. right now is what I'm at. No, uh, I haven't watched any big movie premieres, I don't think, yet. I mean, that's the thing. Like, all the movies right now are... Everyone's making a big deal of being back in theaters, and I'm like, I don't want to watch the movie in theaters. I want to watch it from the comfort of my home. Yeah, well, absolutely. It makes sense. I, I see it both ways. I, I personally love going to the theater. Right. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so many good things. I got to finish another season of my, uh, like, Mexican soap opera just came out, so. Ooh, very I didn't interesting. Tell you what, I'm gonna be a guest on Q Busters. I got some great shows to review. Excellent. I'm all for it. Mexican soap operas, <laughs> Sweet Tooth, Dirty John. I got it all. Sweet. The whole panache. The whole sure, whatever panache is. I don't know. It's just a word I think it fits. Okay. <laughs> I've only ever heard the whole shebang. 
I think that's probably what I meant, but I'm sticking with panache. All right. Yeah. Um, Have you, because we're both Taskmaster fans. I started watching on YouTube QI. Are you familiar with QI? No. It's another British panel show. Okay. But they all they all sit around a table, you know, to discuss yes. with the host in the middle. And QI stands for quite interesting. So okay. the host like just like proposes like fun facts like, "Oh, do you know which planet is the closest to Earth?" And okay. then you know, they'll like guess at the answer and if they guess the really obvious answer but it's wrong, they like lose points or whatever and like the point is, you know, to be witty, funny, and have a fun conversation. Yes. And I'm just enthralled by all the fun facts, because you know I love fun facts. And I, yeah. fe- I feel so bad, because I want to use these fun facts as, like, uh, final embers. But I'm like, but I can't, because that's just, they're fun facts from the other show. But I will say this. What do you think is the closest planet to Earth, Frank? So am I supposed to be answering the right answer, though? Yeah. What? You, like, take take an honest guess. Uh, Mars. You see, and then you're wrong, and then the Is show goes... No, no, you're wrong again. So the show goes ding, 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 and you're wrong, and you're wrong. And then you guess the moon, and you're still wrong. <laughs> it's Mercury. Isn't Mercury the first one? Yeah. The The order of the planets is Mercury, Venus, Mars. Yes. But the orbits of the planets... Oh, Whatever. Venus is often on the other side. So it's not of from distance of sun. It's from literal distance between each other. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I see that now. Yeah. I thought that was such a cool fact, you know, and I'm like, but is that true at all times? Most of not. Yeah. I was going to say eventually, eventually over however many gazillions of years, the orbits are going to line up. So, right. Yeah. When the planets align, when the planets align, Hades will rise and release the Titans, and Hercules will defeat them all. That's exactly what I was going for. Nice. <laughs> I did Same watch, thing. as soon as you told me there was a Taskmaster New Zealand, I watched that entire season in one day. It was good, right? Fantastic. They were perfect. Yeah. They were just enough like the UK version, but just a little yeah. different. Yeah. Splendid. When that Fantastic. dude gets naked in a tree, oh, it's <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is. It is fantastic. It was. It was so much better than the U.S. version. The U.S. just went way too wrong with it. So I was happy with that. They they went in it with the same spirit of the show. Yes, and and the uh, the guy that is supposed to be the Alex. Yeah. Is, he's. I think he's trying a little too hard to be just like Alex, but I think he, I like him. Yeah. He, he, and it's he, cool he they started this mid-pandemic. Or they recorded prior to the pandemic, but... It yeah. leads into the pandemic, and right. yeah. So it's yeah. very cool. Yeah, but nah. I think with that, let's wrap this up. Andrew, do you have a final ember? The show's over now, but don't lose your tempers. Here's one more thought. It's the final embers. I do. Um. So with all these press conferences and things, I've got... I had a fun fact reappear in the back of my brain that I recalled. And I, so I decided to look it up and oftentimes when performers go perform at different venues, they'll put different stipulations into their contract. Frank, like Kanye West is known for asking for a barber's chair. 
And I think Mariah yeah. Carey like wants it wh- is, white roses. Yeah, there is a name for what that is. It's called like their script sheet or something. It's called there is a name for it, but yes. Yeah. Their demands, right? Yeah. But the most famous one that gets thrown around a lot is Van Halen, the rock band. Because they were one of the first super large, like, traveling, touring shows. They would always put into their contracts with their venues bowl of M&Ms with all the brown ones removed. And if this is not met, we will we – ha- we have the right to, like, not perform and get a full refund. Which is insane. Which is insane, right? Like, when when this first came out, this news, people were like, what assholes? <laughs> yeah. Right? Because, like, like, how, like, entitled do you have to be to have that demand, you know? And then it came out years later that because of the size of their production, they did this because they knew if the venue... If, if their dressing room, their green room, didn't have the bowl with the missing M&Ms, they knew that the venue people probably didn't read the contract thoroughly. So they need to make sure that, like, it's safe to perform because they have all this gear that these old stages weren't built for. Right. So, you know, double check the lights, double check the wiring, double check the, like, weight of everything. And, like, that was their, like, canary in the coal mine. Like, is everything good to go you know yes and then of course they would trash the room if it wasn't found just to like make a point (laughs) that's like when i used to leave voicemails for people right yeah back when you know you would actually call people i would leave a voicemail and at the end i'd be like oh hey and remember the number four see you later and then (laughs) when they'd call me back i'd be like hey do you remember what number i was talking about and if they told me the number i'd know they actually listened to the voicemail Oh, some people just see back. missed call voicemail and just call back. Yeah, and, and like, what do you want? Yeah. Listen yeah. to my and voicemail, some... you know exactly what I want. Yeah, and it's like, hey, make sure you pick this thing up before noon, and they call you at like 12.05. Hey, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. You've, you've lent me some good voicemails, you and Rob. Voicemails that... are awesome, so. Yeah, yeah. I remember always creating the voicemail was always the big thing, too. Oh, yeah, create a good voicemail. yes mine mine were always terrible mine's been the same since my very first phone so i I always did the automatic where it's like hello you're trying to reach andrew oh that's at least better (laughs) some people don't put their names on i hate that because i have to call like customers and it's always Uh, like you've reached one blah and i'm like oh i hate that because i don't know if i called the right person what if i accidentally dialed the wrong number now i'm leaving the wrong person a message and it's just so annoying um, but if you call me and you get my voicemail, it's my 16-year-old voice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's another reason I haven't aged. Bring it all together, everybody. Yeah, Thank you, you for listening to us here at the Backyard, bon- Backyard. Backyard Bonfire. We upload every Monday, 6 a.m. Central Time. Take a look at the Bonfire Podcast Network's other podcast, The Q-Busters, featuring Andrew and Ken. They upload every Saturday at... What time, Andrew? <laughs> Shoot for six. Shoot for six, right around there. Sometimes Saturday morning, it's up there. 
Thank you for listening, everybody. And remember, there's always room for one more here at the Backyard Bonfire. Nice one. Yeah.